Welcome to Soul Rising. We're your hosts, Amy and Erin. We're two everyday mediums who are passionate about taking the woo-woo out of spirituality and bringing it down to earth. So put the kettle on, grab a chair, and join us. Hello! Hi, welcome back everybody! Welcome back! Brand new episode 5-1! Five, one. Five, 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 one. <laughs> Five one. Five, what? <laughs> yeah, amazing. I can't believe we're in the. I know it's because it's been a year, a year and a uh, a few weeks now. A week, a, a year and two weeks. I don't know. Actually, I think last weekend was a year. So a year and a week. Yeah, and you know what's funny is, do you remember how um, a couple podcast episodes ago, I don't know if you'll remember this, but um, I had said, I feel like November 5th is coming in my mind, and I don't know why, when we were talking about the yeah. podcast. Yeah, I checked it was November 5th. <laughs> so that, I think that was the first episode. That is so Tell cool. me you're psychic. Tell me, yeah, tell me you're psychic without telling me you're psychic. Or just have a really good memory. No. That's so cool. Do psychics in general, do you have a good memory? Like, oh. is that, is that, no, <laughs> definitely. Okay. Well, I think there's things that I'm, I'm like, oh, I remember, but you know what though? I don't know if this happens to you. Maybe this is like just a psychological thing, but even when I'm giving readings, I'm like, what's this with like the letter F? And they're like, well, that's like my first name starts with letter F. I'm like, oh, of course, of course. And I just feel so stupid sometimes when that it's happens. It's really hilarious that you bring that up because on Thursday I did a reading for somebody and we were about halfway through and like the evidence was really good. And I was, I was like, who's M, M, M. And she's like, that's her. That's who you're talking about. She's M. And I was like, okay. And then I was like, she gives me L? Like, who's L? And she goes, well, me. And I was like, oh. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you're not but, thinking about, like, because we thought you're channeling. you're channeling, right? Like, I literally am not. And there's readings where I just forget about, like, I forget, like, more than half the stuff sometimes that I say. But I've heard people say before that that's a sign that you're truly, like, not in your own brain and you are channeling. That you're chan- that you're really outside. I do remember certain things that are pretty, I, I do remember readings, like, certain readings and certain things from readings, but, like, I don't remember everything yeah yeah there's like things that will stick out but then there's like things that other people are like remember you said this and I was like no but that sounds great like I'm really glad I said that that's amazing yeah do you think the things that stay with us they're purposeful like as if they're for us or part of our development I I think so I think because I think a lot of this work and and I think we'll talk about it too because we're going to be talking about manifestation, which has been coming up so much recently. But um, I think a lot of it is about trust. And I think sometimes when we like ha- have bits of things that because it's like no matter how many times we do this work, and I said this like before, and I know you've said this, it always amazes me. Like I'm never not going to give a reading and be like, oh, cool, just another reading. I'm going to be like, wow, I, I can't believe the stuff that came through. That is so amazing. And I think some of those things that stick out are those like amazing things of like, uh, maybe not necessarily the whole reason, but I do think part of it is to help us to keep trusting that the message that what we're doing is le- legit. Like I feel like it, it, it you know what? Because this work is not your typical nine to five work, right? Like this is, it's uh, yeah and you're trusting in the unseen which even for somebody like us which who works with the unseen 
like it's still sometimes not substantiated in the way that the rest of the world is. Yeah. People are like, oh, mediums don't doubt. There's no doubt. You guys see everything coming a mile away. No, 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 no. I doubt all the time. And that's part of the work. Part of the work for me, at least, has just been really trusting and being confident and just doing it anyways. You know, which is why we always tell people like, this doesn't make sense to me, but I always have to give it to you. Yeah. No matter what, because even if it's not going to make sense right now, you might listen back on it and be like, holy shit, that made a lot of sense. You know what I mean? And it does. Like that happens all the time. I I say nine times out of 10, that's. That's what happens. Yeah. Yeah. And you've probably had people tell you too, like it doesn't, you know, I'm not, I'm not even concerned if it doesn't resonate. It's because. I'll listen, I'll listen there. And they, they tell me like, I'll listen back on the reading and it makes total sense. Everything you said. So it's just, yeah. I know, anyway. That's a lesson for us. I think it's part of our development because the spirit world is like communicating with us for a reason, right? Like in the grand scheme of things, I think at like a soul level, there's gotta be some sort of agreement. Like, okay, this is what I need to learn as a soul. There's a reason why we do this work. There's a reason why people are mechanics. There's a reason why people, you know yes. what I mean? Like our artists or whatever it is, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. And it's, and you know, I, I think I've talked about this before, but it never feels to amaze me. Like, and obviously I'm not like a professional, like um, statistician or like researcher or um, medical professional, but something that I have noticed that's a commonality between, I'd say like 80% of my clients, as well as like every other medium or psychic or like Reiki practitioner or like whatever it is um, that I personally encountered have more than your average lived experiences with anxiety. Now, do I think there's something to that? Yes. Mm -hmm. I think there's a reason because I often go like, okay, universe, like seriously, you're going to put a highly anxious person who is, you know, overcoming being a people pleaser, who is always worried about doing the right thing, who is worried about what other people think, and you're going to put them in a position (laughs) where they have to provide evidence of life after death um and no big deal. Right, right and I am actually not in control I can yeah. be at my best self I can make sure that I'm rested and not stressed out but at the end of the day I am not in control yeah so I'm like that's gotta be part of my life <laughs> like lesson here like it's gotta be something that I'm having to learn yeah Part of it. I'll tell you what was so wild to it. I'm going to share this because I meant to share it previously on the podcast, but maybe now is the time to share it because it keeps coming to me. Um, And I can share the story because um, this uh, this, uh, woman, she's, she's given me permission to share it. So um, I get, I've been giving her readings for a little bit. And um, one reading I gave her what I was like, there is this, oh gosh, I can't even remember the names, but it doesn't matter. Okay. Um, there is this gentleman, I was talking about relationships. I said, there's this gentleman that you're going to meet. Um, and there's something about a Henry or a Hank with this person. I think the names were different, but we'll, you know, for this sake, we'll say that. Um, and I think I said something about maybe they'll have a daughter. Um, you're going to meet them. Um, there was some other stuff. Uh, and then um, she comes back to me and she goes, Erin, it was wild because <laughs> she was like, you literally gave me these names. I met this person that fits this description that you gave me. 
his, I met him through my friend, Henry, and he has a dog named Hank. Hank. It was literally like the end of the daughter. Like it was like, he was, she was like, we're sitting down at dinner. He's telling me about this dog. And I met him through this friend. I'm thinking back to your reading. And she goes, I had to go back and replay it. Cause I was like, kind of a disbelief a little bit here. But that's how specific it gets, right? And that's just like evidence. Like, how would I know that? I would, you know, how would we know that? I'm sure you've experienced that so many times. Well, just yesterday I experienced something and it's like, I, it's coming to my mind and I, I hope it's okay to share. But again, like this is very anonymous. So it's not like the person would, like nobody knows what I'm talking about. So um, this friend of a friend who is like an Instagram friend um, who I've yet to meet in person, but you know, like we, we chat and stuff. She messaged me and she's like so I don't know if like what reading I need to book with you but like I just all I really want to do is send you a picture and I want you to just tell me your first impressions when you see this picture and I was like okay well if you're wanting me to like take a deep dive and like really kind of talk about you know like like a reading kind of yeah if you want to sit down have an hour long like then this is what you book. But if you just want me to give my very first impressions by looking at this photo, let me just do that when I have time to do it. Yeah, like, yeah, okay, so I took a day or so. And then yesterday I actually thought about it when I was doing laundry and I had my phone in my back pocket. So I, I'm like loading things in the dryer and I look at this picture for just like two seconds and I put it away because I don't want to overthink. Yeah. Like I know this about myself. So I put it in my pocket and I just started voice noting her. And so I was like, this is what I feel. This is coming up. This is coming up. And there was like a, there was a sound like, a, I was like T or P. There's like a sound that sounds like that. And his name starts with a P. But then I said, I also keep hearing a specific name. Mm. And I was like, I don't think it's connected to that person, but I don't know why I hear it. I just have to give it to you. So anyway, she started laughing when she listened back. Like everything I said was, was um, accurate right yeah. um and then she's like so my ex whose name is such and such um he's been going on dating sites and giving the wrong name and the name he's using is the one you just gave me l o l right but it's kind of like yeah how would you know that right we will get we will get things like that without the context so it's not like i could hear that name go well, that must be connected to the person that she's asking about in the photo. And then, you know, that's not correct. It's not. So I have also learned not to, sometimes I overgive information. Mm -hmm. And I think I watched other mediums, like say like Tyler Henry, Mm -hmm. for instance, he doesn't seem to overgive. He just goes like, I hear the theme. And he lets the, the sitter like kind of go, yes, that's this, right? Because if you per- if you put it forward, I think the guy you're talking about's name is this. The person's going to go, no, that's not correct. But if you just go, what, what is, is this name about? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm trying to do that rather than trying to figure it out in my head because I think that what I'm learning from spirit is like when we don't give you the context or when we don't give you all the pieces of who that is, you don't need to try to figure it out you're, yourself. Yeah, you're not meant to. Yeah. 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 So uh, yeah, I'm trying to do that too. And maybe that's kind of similar to like your Henry Hank story. It's like, yeah, the guy himself, his name is not Henry or Hank. Yeah. But the people he's connected to in some way. Yeah. Well, I'm going to, maybe I'm going to, I'm going to tell you a story where please remind me, maybe off air, because I don't know if I should share it, but it just like was, uh, anyways, I'm just going to, we'll put a pin in that. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, manifestation <laughs> has, has been coming up so much. And I, I reached out to Amy and I said, Amy, I feel like we need to talk about manifestation because I was just listening to this podcast and they were talking about it um, more so from a like a magic with a K. So like practicing um, magic, working with the elements to kind of um, create your own reality. It's what they were talking about. And I was like, this is such a really interesting, great conversation. And I was like, this would be so great to, to kind of dive into a little bit more from maybe and look at it from like a mediumship, maybe lens or just what we've experienced. And as I'm thinking that, I'm not kidding, a vehicle, like a van, okay, with the words spread the magic goes, like drives across like the intersection while I'm on the bus listening to this podcast. Synchronicity is wild. That happened to another podcast that I was listening to. And what's even more wild, and I'm going off on a tangent, we'll, we'll go back to that and maybe I'll, we'll get your talk on manifestation. But if you've ever had this moment, and I know our listeners have, if you're listening to this podcast, you more than likely have had a synchronicity, <laughs> okay? That blew your mind. And I'm, and this was the recent most, uh, well, that, the magic one, and then this other recent one that happened to me on the podcast, they're talking about synchronicities for a good half hour, okay? Like 40 minutes, that's, that's all they're talking about is synchronicity. I'm like, oh yeah, you know, I don't know if I've had a synchronicity, like something that just like was like in my face like that, <laughs> literally in my head, the words, okay? Fast forward, he's telling the story, or they're, sorry, they're telling the story on this podcast and they're saying the year was 1967, okay? Guess what this woman in front of me, her hat literally says nothing else on it. It says the year 1967. I was like, and I'm literally laughing because I was like, oh, it'd be so fun to have something in my face. And it literally was in my face. Yeah. And like a creep. I took a picture <laughs> of this woman's head because I was like, I know one's going to believe this. Like, this is wild to me. And uh, anyways, that was. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Has it been yeah. like, I feel like it's been something that has been kind of just like coming up more and more and more. And I'm not sure what the reasoning is, if it's the timing, if it's the time of year we're going into, if it's what's happening in the world. Like, what do you think? Because I know it's been something that has come up for you as well. Mm -hmm. For me, I feel like the fall, like from like September, especially like probably um, the equinox, like the fall equinox time, I would say right up until the new year is for me, it feels like the most magical time of year, yeah. like just yeah. the energy. And for me personally, I am my most creative. I am my most outgoing. I am my most productive, yeah. right? Like yeah. I feel on fire during that time of the year. So I don't know if it's because of the like astrological significance with the year, Um like if, you know, like uh, Libra and uh, Scorpio season is just that time when it's the majority of us jazzed up. But I can say for me, I resonate with that. Um, now, I've noticed that like a lot of people like clients or just followers have been asking me about manifestation a lot. Um to the point where I made two reels this week talking about it. And I know that you you saw that too. And then you were like, oh my God, like I know that you're talking about that too. And I want to talk about manifestation. So I think it's definitely um, 
a topic that's kind of yeah. buzzing right now. I don't know what it is, but interestingly enough too, um, for next week's daily tarot, like the daily tarot that I put out every day, um, we got the magician come in. I'll just give you a sneak peek. And that's really what this is all about. Yeah. Co-creating and having the awareness that like, Oh, I can create my own reality. Yeah. Can I leave you with, can I give you a quote that I wrote down? Yeah. So this is my like new favorite quote kind of about manifestation. Um, <clears throat> magic is the art of changing consciousness at will. Once you've changed your consciousness, you'll learn to change reality. And that's what magic is. Um, so that's from Dion Fortune. Wow. And I think, I think that's what it's all about. Like when we talk about manifestation, like if I go back to the real, I just talked mm-hmm. So I kind of shared in the first reel, it was like the question that I put up on it was like, uh, what do angel numbers, synchronicity, spirit signs, like what do those mean and why do I see them all the time? Yeah. I'm going to ask you like what you think about that too. But like how I answered the question was that for me, I don't so much put a lot of stock into okay, I see 222 or 444 and I'm going to go and Google the meaning. I used to do that in the beginning of my development. Yeah. But something that I've realized is that that is somebody's interpretation of what the number means, as is everything in life. Like this is our interpretation of what it means, right? So um, I think that we have to be mindful about that. And if we're trying to develop our intuition or expand our consciousness, I think the better way to go about it is to stop and question like what does it mean for me rather than go and google the meaning <laughs> do you agree uh, yeah absolutely I'm like nodding my head like very <laughs> yeah I think it just adds an extra layer of like trying like because for me I'll tell you what I think I think that synchronicities appear as a way like going back to this quote it's it's as a way to show you that you are kind of creating your own reality. So as your expand as your consciousness expands, you see more of those things, right? Like thing those things happen more often to you. Some people will argue and say, well, you're just like looking for it now. Yeah, okay. But I, I'm not looking for it when it happens, right? Like it just happens. It just happens more often. I think for me, my truth about this is as your consciousness expands, the universe responds by showing you more and more and more. And the reason that is, is to say like, hey, you are manifesting your own reality. You're thinking about something, it shows up. You're asking for a sign, it shows up. This is not that all of a sudden you're creating this magic. You're just aware of the magic that's always been around you. (laughs) And then that starts the wheel spinning and you're like, okay, so like I can manifest my own reality. (laughs) like within reason I know sometimes people are like Amy that's triggering AF when you say that to me and I get it because five years ago I would have been triggered by that right yeah um but I think it's it's about like what we're kind of living right now I think to some degree like I mean personally in our lives but I mean even collectively if you think about all the upheaval it is a result of what has been before yeah right yeah even if it's not our fault yes. per se, but we're, we're living a manifestation of something from before. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You agree? Yes. Uh, uh, well, and it's, it's, it's interesting too, because sometimes this question comes up in readings when people are like, I'll get this question. And it's like, uh, uh, somebody the other day said, you know, I've been told that I I'm blocked. 
what's blocking me? And I was like, let's just like reframe that though. You know, rather than saying, what is it that's blocking me? Let's, let's look within a little bit because I really, more often than not, I don't think it's a thing so much as I think it's ourselves. Like we, and this has happened to me a few times where I self-sabotage or I get in my own head about things and I'm like, it's not going to work out. It's not going to work out. It's not going to work out, you know, or something. Like that's just how we're made for the most part. Yeah. And I think part of our lesson here too is, and maybe you agree, is like over overcoming that. And how do we learn from that? It's like the fear is going to be there no matter what, but that's, that's an energy in itself. So how can we harness that? How can we flip it around, right? And get through that and come out the other side of it. That's it. I think that's what we're, you know, and sometimes I'll think about this. I'm like, when I connect to like guides or to somebody's loved ones in spirit, or if you ever like connect to an archangel or whatever it is, there's this feeling like thought creates, thought creates. Like I hear it all the time from my own guides and that they can manifest kind of instantly. Right. So it's like, I can be with you and her and there and there, and I can think of this and it's there. Right. So that's like the frequency and the vibration, I think in this, on the other side, right. In this, which really I don't think is really too far away. But anyways, <laughs> that's another topic. Another topic for another day. That's another topic for another day. Um, but I think that their manifestation is because we it's not a dense, low vibration um, place. I think that um, it happens yes. instantaneously. And I think that we as spirits inhabiting a you know our human um vessel here our meat suit as some people will call it which is really kind of gross when you think about it um i think that we are we have some sort of cellular um spiritual remembrance of that and that we can get kind of frustrated when we come here and we're like okay i want it i want it i want it to happen and it doesn't happen where is it and we get frustrated because i think we know that we have the inherent like we have the ability to do so, but the lesson is how can we stay, like have the faith that it's going to happen and know that we can do that. Um, but knowing that it's going to take a it might, it doesn't always take a, a long time. Like sometimes it's instant manifestation, like your 1967 or the time that I was like, I want to do this haunting thing. I'd love to be on a, you know, going haunting. And then literally like a, a <laughs> like a few weeks later happens. Yeah. Sometimes it happens instantaneously. And I think that that's, I, I don't know how to explain that. Like maybe that was already being like the things were happening to already kind of, uh, kind of move that. And that you're just like picking up on what's already coming. Yes. Yes. I think that that's the case, but sometimes it's like this thing might take five years to come to fruition. Yeah. And that's frustrating for us. But at the same time, I, I like, I try to remember all the, I remind myself all the time, but everything I do today does create my future. Yes. So whether or not it takes five years, like, okay, so it takes five years, but I'm going to get it. Yeah, it's going it's to gonna happen. happen. And I think we have to remember too, that like time is man-made. It doesn't, yes. that doesn't exist in spirit. There, there, there's no concept of that. Right. So, and I'm going to give you this. So this is kind of blowing my mind a little bit because I'm going to, I'm going to like bend our reality over here because I, something happened to me again. I, lo- I love podcasts. It's just what I listen to on the way to work. Okay. So, <laughs> and maybe somebody could say this is purely psychological and maybe it is, but it still 
kind of wild. What if we're also, we're, since we're creating our own reality, what if we're able to bend reality at the same time? And what I mean by that is um, we're asking for something to kind of happen and maybe, you know, we're able to remove a layer or we're able to bend that reality. And that's what causes these like really amazing synchronicities to kind of happen. So like the other day, I was talking something about uh, this podcast about like, I want to see pink. I want to see pink about like creating our own realities and like putting out there, like show me something pink. And then I guess this guy went to the soccer practice and there were like five people in pink shirts. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking like, oh yeah, I'd love to see something pink right now. I'm on the bus. There is a construction worker. Yeah. has looks like they have like a bright pink neon construction worker hat. Oh, okay. I'm like, what the heck? That's wild. Okay. And then as I, and then as the bus goes closer, I realize, oh, that's not like bright pink. That's neon orange, but it looks kind of pink. So, but what if there was a moment in time where because I, w- I was like wanting to see something. That it actually was pink. That it actually was pink. I literally, Amy, I almost had somebody on the bus, a total stranger, be like, does that, is that hat pink? Like I was so close to asking somebody like, please tell me you're seeing this too because it was kind of wild to me to think but I it's yeah I I, you uh, uh, that's exactly my uh yeah 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 it's an interesting topic and like you know it reminds me of like um certain things I've read before about like us you know like the matrix right like we are this is a collective viewing of like we are all projecting the movie that we're seeing right so like yeah so like what and, and then if everything is energy right if everything like everything's energy this shirt, everything this pet this like it's our perception that it is that it feels like this and it's this shape and it's this weight but like is it really yeah <laughs> you know like it's just an interesting and I always wonder, like, do things look different to different people? Well, they say, like, for example, cats and dogs, right? Dogs see in black and white, right? Cats see in color, right? Dogs have the, I think cats see in color, right? I don't know, somebody correct me. But cats have the, or dogs have the ability to hear so many miles away. And I think cats have the ability to hear, like, a little bit further away. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like when we think about things like that, that animals see and hear things differently so their reality their reality is different right you know the reason why my cat jumps five feet in the air is because and then all of a sudden there's a doorbell it's because it's not because he hears them coming right it's interesting because I'm thinking about like like us right like our reality is different. We're experiencing these things in our reality that maybe other people aren't, but it's simply because maybe our, you know, our hearing, our seeing, like whatever, our clear senses are tuned into something. Yeah. And that's all it is, but it's still reality. Yes. Right? Like who who can say that something doesn't exist? Like, I don't think that's the thing that like, since I've been doing this work, like I can't say that anything doesn't exist. Like I just can't anymore. And I think even like two years ago, um, we might've talked about ghosts and things like that. And I was pretty quick to shut down the idea that there was like really any such thing as like a poltergeist. 
my lived experience, I don't experience that, but I have, I'm really starting to learn. I can't say that nothing is impossible. And there's, there's stuff about the, the spirit world that like, we know nothing about. We, like you and I, I feel like are connecting to a vibration. That's a vibration. There could be different other vibrations out there, right? Different universes that were. Yeah. Remember we were talking about the kind of the spiral, right? Right. Rather than a hierarchy of levels, it like goes out like this and there's just different levels of vibration. Interesting. um, uh, Doreen Cannon. Is it? No, is it Doreen? Dolores. She just entered my mind in this moment because I'm a big fan of hers and books. Um, the last book I read by her, I cannot, I think it's called Between Life and Between Death and Life or Between Life and Death. Um and it's it's literally talks a little bit about those like different layers of consciousness, right? So um when she p- puts people under um I can't remember her exact method of hypnotherapy, but there's a specific um term. Um, when she put, p- puts people under, they'll describe these different things, yeah. right? So it's kind of like maybe there's a layer of consciousness where, like, there actually are dragons and there actually are fairies. They just they just vibrate at a different level. If you, um, there is uh, so we've talked about her before on the podcast, Karen A. Dalman, who's a weedologist, weedologist, yeah, weedologist. Um, she has a YouTube channel. I highly recommend you guys go check it out. There was a point in time where I was just like, that's all I was watching because it just was blowing my mind at things that they were connecting with. She connects with dragons. She connects with fairies. She connects with elementals, like different energies come through that board and they give the most, the, the coolest messages. Um, so I, I definitely encourage people to check it out. And I mean, who is to say that there's these ideas that, you know, fairies don't exist. I mean, you know, in folklore, when we go back in time, there's all of these different things. Like we talked about Halloween, right? The, the purpose of maybe putting a pumpkin out or dressing up in costume was to scare away the fae so that they wouldn't come and steal your kids. There was a strong belief, belief about it, right? Whether people believed in it or not, there was something that was telling people, "We're, you know what, I'm just going to do this just in case, right? Yeah. I literally heard the other day of like, there's that... Um, uh, uh, I think it's a folklore about a house fairy. And if you leave some oatmeal outside of your house or an offering, then you're kind of appeasing the house fairy spirit to like kind of bring some more balance and stuff. I literally, I was thinking about offerings um, and things today, which can come up with manifestation. And like, if we wanted to, you know, um, have an altar for our ancestors or have some, you know, offering when we do any any kind of work, um, and I, I, there was a time, uh, where I was putting, I know I sound completely off my rocker, but, uh, <laughs> happy that you guys are here still. Um, but that I would put out, um, bits of like honey, um, because I heard that fairies, um, elementals, it was like a part of an offering for them. And I felt very strongly that I was working with elementals, that I was working with a different vibration at that point of time during my reading. So I put out a little bowl of honey and I really felt like there was something to this, like give and take this energy exchange that was going on. And uh, I, I, I felt like recently it has come up for me personally that I should put out some other offering for them. Uh, and so I put out a bowl of oatmeal today for the house fairies. So I hope the house fairy. <laughs> oh, I love it. 
yeah, I, I don't know, you know, whether it's completely BS, right? I, I don't think it matters. I think it's all about that energy. There's no harm in doing it. And uh, if you're wanting to bring in some more balance, because we've got Lord knows my the home that I'm in could use some balance. So. That's just an example. Like we've talked before about um, crystals and about other tools and things like that and like their purpose. And like, I think that, you know, if, if that's something like if you want to leave an offering out to spirit or you know to fairies whatever it is it's like your intention behind it and that in itself is kind of manifestation too because if you're like my intention is when I put this out it's going to bring me some good energy well that's your intention that's what you're manifesting yeah yeah <laughs> right that's what you're manifesting yeah. so yeah right yeah yeah do you want like I have um my little method of manifestation oh yes let's talk about that yeah 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 share that? yeah share your so for me, because I think there's this general misunderstanding about manifestation and sometimes it's just, um, you know, we, we throw the penny in the wishing well and then the thing comes to us. And sometimes that happens, like we said, sometimes things come to immediately to us. But for me, like just what I've learned from spirit personally is that it's a little bit more than that. And I've learned this through like my own personal experiences. But for me, I came up with this like little formula, like the four D's of manifestation so the first one was to declare it mm -hmm. so like and this is just so you can remember the steps like the you know and the, the little acronyms sometimes help us so um declare it so like actually decide what it is that I want yeah like actually decide you can't be equipped like not being indecisive my guides because I tend to be quite indecisive and I'm this work has actually helped me to be more or get off the pot a little bit more than I would have before. But I was like, I'm just going to go with the flow and like not make a decision. But you know what that does? It actually keeps you in limbo more because the, the universe and like your energy is like, she can't make a decision. So let's just keep her in limbo. Yeah. Just like hell on earth. It does not feel good to be in limbo. It's better to just like jump off the diving board, right? Like then be standing up there. So I think it's like, just declare it, just make a decision. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Most aligned with you, the better, obviously. And then the second piece for me is like, I call daydreaming. So it's just like, imagine what it feels like to have that thing. Like, imagine that's already happening. Spend some time like daydreaming about it, med meditating about it. Um, because that's like naturally raising your vibration. Yeah. Because your body does not actually know that it's not happening. Yes. Right? Like, say, like when you're dreaming, say you're dreaming of like somebody chasing you and you fall off the cl a cliff. Often you wake up and you're like, like, because your body is like preparing itself to fall because the, <laughs> the mind is, yeah. Okay. Um, so I think like for me, I spend a lot of time thinking about that and feeling how something feels. And I just naturally feel better afterwards because my body's like, oh, so that just happened. Right? Or even if I'm like feeling kind of stressed, sometimes I will visualize. Like last yesterday, I had a sore back. So I literally was visualizing as if I was getting a massage. I was not getting a massage, but I was visualizing it. You may think this is hokey, but my back did start to feel a little bit better. Well, I don't know, right? So um, anyways, so there's that. I mean, I just talked about putting a bowl of oatmeal outside for the fairies so nothing sounds hokey. <laughs> right, right. Um, <laughs> after daydreaming is doing it. We have some sort of action so you know in the example I used in my blog where I wrote about this it was like okay so you want to meet somebody new yeah right yeah okay so you have to do something right you can't just 
like stay in your apartment all day and expect somebody to find you. You have to put it out there. So like take some sort of step. It could be to join a dating site. It could be to, I don't know, go somewhere that you don't normally go to broaden your horizons. It's some sort of baby step to say to the universe, okay, like I'm actually working for this, right? Like this is what I want. I'm here for it, right? And then the last one is to delegate, which is just to go, okay, I've done what I can do, universe over to you. Yeah, and that's like part of like, yeah, yeah, letting go, right? And just like trust, yeah, exactly. Those are my tips with manifestation. I love it. I'm I'm very much similar. I think, you know, find what, what works with you, find what is in alignment with you. I think it's really important whatever you do, raise your vibration, get into a really good headspace, right? It's, it's sort of like you wouldn't get behind the car if you were upset, right? Like try, try to find a time where you're in a better headspace and, and put it out on paper, do whatever it is, like make it maybe physical, have a physical representation, go out and do, put some action behind it and then like let go. Yeah, all the same, all the same yeah. things. Yeah. Yeah, I find that that definitely it works. There's I don't, there's something to it. There's something to it. I'm sure I've shared this story with you, but like with our viewers, but it just reminds me of like the story of us and like moving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, as you guys know, I think most of you would know, um, I part of a military family and um, I'm from a certain place. And I was like, very much stubborn, like, this is where I'm going to be born and live, grow my kids and die here. Like, I'm never leaving, right? Like, this is home for me. And um, because home is such an important thing for me, just in general. Um, And we got an unexpected posting message. So we were uprooted and moved. It was not a choice. It was like, hey, you, you got to get out of here in two months. Mm -hmm. And so that's hard in itself when you're not making a choice, right? Um, And I would say for the first like six years, I spent every day kind of um, feeling sorry for myself, ticking off, you know, the little check mark on each day. Okay, another day down, another day down, right? Like just really stuck in that negativity of I don't want to be here. I'm pissed off that I'm here. I'm pissed off that I didn't have a choice. I'm going to wait. Like the rest of my life will start when I go back, right? Like that's essentially the headspace I was in, which is not a good one. But at the same time, we can't judge our feelings, right? I had to learn this lesson and you have to learn it through strife sometimes, right? So like um, what ended up happening was like just, I don't know, through a series of different events, like um, having our last baby here and like buying our first home here. Like I think certain things happened in which I started to set down roots a little bit more. And also time went by and, you know, time is a gift because it gives us um, a little bit more perspective. And as this time went on, I was kind of like, okay, you know, I'm settled. I'm fine. And I ended up learning. Oh, and it was years. It took years to learn this. Okay. This is manifestation when it takes a a little bit longer. I had to learn that home was within me and that I could be moved unexpectedly anywhere and that I would be okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I did not have that belief coming into this, but I've since learned it. So if somebody was to say like, hey, we got to go to none of it for the next two years, I'd be like, cool, let's pack my bags. Honestly, I would. I'd be up for the adventure. But I had to learn that. And as soon, I'm not joking. As soon as I had this like kind of light bulb moment where I thought to myself, I, I really felt in my bones, 
you know, I, I, I'm good to stay. I'm good to go. I'm okay. Either way, within two weeks, we got the notification, like, you want to go back? Cool. Let's go back. Like the option to come back. Yeah. yeah. Happened. Went, Whoa, I had to learn that. That was the whole point. Yeah. And then we had like to add an extra element to this, an extra layer. We were, our plan always was to go back the summer of 2022, which as you know, has already passed. And last Christmas, my husband sat me down and he's like, um, would you consider staying an extra year? And he anticipated me to go, hell no. And I anticipated me to go, hell no. <laughs> like I've been here for 10 years. Like, no, this is not the plan. Um, and instead I surprised myself and I was like, can you give me a couple of days to think about it? And he was like, okay, right. Like, this is not me. I'm normally like a, yeah. a reactor. Um, and he's like, okay. And I did spend a few days thinking about it. And this is when I really, really, really learned what my intuitive voice sounded like. Mm. Like, because what I knew I needed to do was to stay. Mm-hmm. It's not what my mind wanted. It's not what my heart wanted. It's the opposite of what. I wanted, but it felt so clear and I knew it was the right thing to do. So I was like, okay. And he was like, what? Like he did really? not expect Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. and then I was oh, like, so that's what my intuition feels mm. like. <laughs> right? The, the it, learning, right? And that's like huge. Good for you. And it took, it took, like, it's going to be 10 years when we return next summer. So nine years. Yeah. Nine years to manifest that. But now I'm ready for it, right? Like there's yeah. a there's a there's a grand plan in the sense that like sometimes we want things, we want to manifest things, but we're not really ready for it yet. Yeah, yeah. So it, we could get it, and it would all go to shit mm-hmm. because we're not ready for it. Yeah. And that and this came up before in a reading before when somebody was like asking about um a future partner, and they were like, "But I don't want to wait any longer. Like I feel like I've done the work, and I get it. I understand." But what spirit yeah. gave to me was. The worst thing would not be that you met the love of your life tomorrow the, or that you don't, sorry, that you don't, don't meet the love of your life tomorrow. The worst thing would be that you meet the love of your life tomorrow. I, I don't know why I get emotional when I say this and you aren't ready for that. Yeah. That's literally Amy, like even as you were talking about moving and stuff, that is what happened with my, my own relationship. And that's when I met Alec. It was all timing. I literally was like, when the heck is this person going to come? I'm so tired of waiting, like, blah, 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 get here now. And then I had a moment where a relationship ended. And I was like, you know what? If I'm alone, that's okay. I really did. Like, I, I, it was a genuine moment between myself and I, and maybe my own spirit, my own you know, higher self, where I was like, we will be fine. It's going to be okay. Yeah. I think, and then I, I think like two weeks later, I was like, I'll just go back on the date naps and see what's what, you know, <laughs> and they met Alex. So it was just like, it, it was timing. It was almost like I, I got out of my own way. Mm-hmm. Look, 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 look. I pulled some cards yesterday for myself and I wanted to show you just because as we end, yeah. the sacred flow of yes comes in. Okay. That's like getting out of your way. And then look at this one. To begin the practice of allowing, I must get out of my way and let spirit give me direction. Awesome. Well, this has been a great chat. This has been such a good chat. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have anything else to to say before we move? No, just trust. The song that keeps coming in my head is, I hope hope we can sing it. Can we say it? 
it's that I've got the magic in me, you know. Every track I turn. Whatever. Yeah, I know exactly what that is. It's by B.O.B. <laughs> I hope we can sing it. Nobody sue us. Is that okay? I'm sure it is. That's like a song that I put on. That's like my high vibe, one of my high vibes songs. Who is it really? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And right before this um podcast, I was jamming to Karma by Taylor Swift. And I'm like, I was jamming too. I was listening to music. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Okay, Erin, this was a great episode. Thanks for joining us, everyone. We'll see you next week. Thank you. Bye. Go manifest your best life. If you like what you're hearing, don't forget to give us a five-star review on Apple Podcast and tune in each week as we dish on all things spiritual. Don't forget to like, comment on what you would like to hear us talk about next and subscribe.